Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Hi, and welcome to Magdalene Community Call. This call is a call for TIs. Uh, TIs are targeted individuals. Uh, Target individuals are those who have been put into a government non-consensual experimental program. Okay, that's just one aspect of the TI's life. Another is the use of the psychiatric industry to discredit the TI of ever coming forward and speaking the truth about what is being done for him or her. Okay? And that's just a, a short, uh, you, you know, um, explanation of that. But, but I want to get into the topic, too. And, and there's going to be two topics. Okay? One is the article that was written on June 10th in the New York Times called The United States of Paranoia. They see gangs of stalkers. Okay, then I'm going to, uh, because they're trying to discredit TI. So I'm going to do a little job here of discrediting these people in this article through uh, the psychiatrist as well as the uh, reporter who wrote this article. Okay, then I'm going to talk about the recent uh, mass uh, killing in Florida and how I think that that was something that the FBI and the CIA allowed to happen, okay? But I'll get into that when I get to that topic. Okay, so first, let me read this article. This article is written by Mike uh, State. Uh, it's called The United States of Paranoia. They see gangs of stalkers. Nobody believed it. His family told him to get help. The Trinity trespassed an out-of-work recording engineer in his early 40s was sure he was being stalked, and not just by one person, but dozens of them. He would see the operative, he said, disguised as ordinary people, lurking around his midtown Manhattan neighborhood. Sometimes they bumped into him and whispered nonsense into his ear. He said, uh, uh, R.T., if you're on the call, you can use this article. The, the word I just said here, bumping into him, that, that will uh, play into what you what you experience, okay? Now, you see how it works, they said. At first, Mr. Trespass wondered if it was all in his head. He then encountered a large community of like-minded people on the, on the Internet who called themselves targeted individuals, or TI, who described ongoing, who described going through precisely the same thing. The group was organized around the conviction that its members are victims of a sprawling conspiracy to harass thousands of everyday Americans with mind control weapons and armies of so-called gang stalkers. The goal, as one stalking website puts it, 
and this is from your website, Alvin, to destroy every aspect of the targeted individual life. The growing tribe of trouble minds. This is what one of the head is they want to put on, right? Okay. Mental health professionals say the narrative has taken hold among a group of people experiencing psychotic symptoms that have troubled the human mind since time immemorial. Okay? Except now victims are connecting, connected on the Internet, organizing and defining medical explanations for what happened to them. The community conservatively estimates that to exceed 10,000 members has proliferated since 9-11, cradled by the Internet and fed by general concerns over government surveillance. A large number appears to have delusional disorder schizophrenia, like I just said. Yet, the phenomenon remains virtually unresearched. For the few specialists who have looked closely, those individuals represent an alarming development in the history of mental illness. Thousands of sick people band together and demanded recognition on the basis of shared paranoia. They raise money, hold awareness campaigns, host international conference, and fight for their cause in court and legislature. Perhaps their biggest victory came last year when believers in Richmond, California, persuaded the city council to pass a resolution banning state-based weapons that they believed could be used for mind control. A similar lobby effort, lobbying effort is on the way in Tucson, an echo chamber of paranoia. Dr. Lorraine Sheridan, who is co-author of perhaps the only study of gang stalking, said the community posed a threat that sets it apart from other groups, promoting troubling ideas such as anorexia or suicide. On those topics, the Internet abound with medical information and treatment options. An Internet search for gang stalking, however, turns up page after page of results that regard it as fact. What's scary to me is that there is no counter-site to try and convince targeted individuals that they are delusional, Dr. Sheridan said. Of course, exactly, right? So why isn't there any counter-site? Because people know what's happening to us. Okay, they are aware. Maybe not all, but they are aware. All right? They end up in a close ideology echo chamber, she said. In the instructional track online, veterans of the movement explain the ropes to rookies. Do not engage with the voice in your head. If your relatives tell you you're imagining things, they could be in us. Do not visit a psychiatrist. The track cuts across all class and professions and includes lawyers, soldiers, artists, and engineers. In Facebook forums and call and support groups, they commiserate over the skepticism of their loved ones and share stories of black bands or circling the blocks of co-workers constricted into the campaign. They have self-published dozens of e-books with titles like Torsion in America and My Life Changed Forever. In hundreds of YouTube videos, they offer testimonial and try to document evidence of their stalking even confronted unsuspecting strangers. They want to basically destroy me, and they did. A young mother in Phoenix kept in one video, choking back tears. She lost custody of her daughter and was sent to a behavioral health hospital, said the woman, whose name is being withheld to protect her privacy. But I'm going to fight back for the rest of my life, 
Christy Adams. And guess what? I'm not crazy. Dr. Sheridan's study, written with Dr. David James, a forensic, forensic psychiatrist, examined 128 cases of reported gangsters. It found all the subjects were most likely deleted. Yeah, okay. One has to think that the TI phenomenon, in terms of people with paranoid symptoms who have hit upon the gang-stalking ideas as an explanation of what is happening to them, Dr. James said. Perhaps unsurprisingly, the community is divided over the contour of the conspiracy. Some believe the financial elite is behind it. Others blame aliens, other neighbors, their, uh, their neighbors, Freemasons, or some combination. You see, and that is where the danger for a TI comes in. Because when they start blaming other things like Freemason and aliens, it doesn't do good for our community. It basically... Uh, destroy our community from within, okay, the credibility of our community from within. So we need to stop that. It is the government that's doing it. So we need to do the research on the weapons and the psychological program that the government has uh, created, have perpetrated for many decades against uh, citizens and those living here in the United States and abroad. Okay? The movement most Prominent voice, however, tend to believe the surveillance is part, is part of a mind control field test done in preparation for global domination. The military establishment, the theory goes, never gave up on the ambition of MK Ultra. This is true. The CIA infamous program to control the minds in the 1950s and 60s. The leading proponent of that view is an anesthesiologist from San Antonio named John Hall. In his, in his 2009 book, a new breed, satellite terrorism in America, Dr. Hall gave his own account of being targeted. Agents leaked his water, he wrote, and, aban- and bombarded him with voice-making murderous threats. The book made a splash because of the messenger, the licensed num- member of the medical establishment who was telling those who feel targeted that psychiatrists were misleading them. A janitor knows as much about the human mind, he wrote. Dr. Hall 51 was invited for an interview on Coast to Coast AM, a conspiracy-minded radio show based in California that is said to reach millions of listeners. After that, he said, I had probably three or 4,000 emails from people saying, it's happening to me in this state. It's happening to me in Florida. It's happening to me in California. The similarities of the case spoke to a wide-ranging campaign he said. If the psychiatrist wants to say that this is schizophrenia or delusional disorder, that's fine, he said. But every one of those victims has the same story. While Mr. Hall has faced scrutiny from the Texas Medical Board over his mental fitness, he retains his life. Now, why is that? Okay? Why is that? If, he, if, they, if he's supposed to be delusional or maybe even, you know, schizophrenic, obviously, you know, he wouldn't be able to maintain his profession, but he does. He writes books on what is happening and what has happened to him, okay? And he's a very outspoken person in the TI uh, community, okay? So, again, you know, here's evidence of people proving the definition of people with delusional disorders and schizophrenia and all this stuff, and yet we're still being described. Why is that? And I'll tell you why, okay? Let me keep reading. Over time, however, many other, others who identify as gang-stalking victims end up out of work. They are mocked by colleagues, tolerated by families, friends, and spouse, or boys. The despair that result has led some to lash out in violence. 
Many in the community, for example, are convinced that Aaron Alexis, who killed 12 people at the Washington Navy Yard in 2013, was a victim. Mr. Alexis, a former sailor, left behind a document accusing the Navy of attacking his brain with extremely low-frequency electromagnetic waves. On the side of a shotgun, he etched the words, My ELF weapon. It is unclear when Myron May's mental distress began, but by the fall of 2014, it had become too much. He quit his job as a prosecutor in New Mexico and traveled to Florida. There, he videotaped a testimonial about how gang stalking had ruined his life. As you can see right now, he said into the camera, I am totally not crazy. Laying out his case, he described an episode at a gas station where he believed someone in dark glasses were mimicking his movement. It's called shadows. That's what it is. It was really creepy, he said. Everything I did, he did. Later in the video, he prays for forgiveness for his future sins. Father, he says, right now, I ask that if you look down at all targeted individuals across the globe, help them to cope with this man. On November 20th, 2014, Mr. May walked into the library of Florida State University, where he graduated in 2005 and shot three people, even one paralyzed. He dared the police to kill him, then fired in their direction before being fairly shot, official said. He was 31. The vast majority of people with psychosis never resulted in violence. Still, studies suggest that a small number of those experiencing psychotic episodes, especially paranoid thoughts, accompanied by voices making commands, are more likely to act on hostile urges than people without mental illness. Okay, before I continue, I'm going to pause on this because let me say something. They have used voices and given me commands to do all sorts of things, and I never have, right? Never, at least when I realized what was going on, what was happening to me, you know, I never did. Okay? So, again, another bullshit that they want people to believe, all right? That somehow, because we're being given commands in our mind, in our head, that we're more violent than those who are not. Well, let me tell you, if you're schizophrenic, if you're paranoid, delusional, if you're a person with that mental illness, you will believe that people are giving, uh, you know, giving commands, stuff like that, okay? For those with true mental illness, they have a true mental illness. For those who are target individuals, the technology has been developed. It has been perfected, okay? We as target are, were and are the testing, the non-consensual uh, human experimentees, okay, who have helped them to perfect these weapons by them using it on us without our consent, all right? And when I say help them, I don't mean help them in a consensual way, I mean in a non-consensual way. The, 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 the use of our minds and our bodies as a testing apparatus, okay, to which they have seriously and forever damaged the mind and the physical being of the TI, this is what they have done. So I don't mean in no way in terms of helping them willingly, but unwillingly because of the weapons that they use on us and because of how our bodies reacted and how our minds reacted as they have gotten the information that they wanted or they were looking for, okay? Many in the TI community, as everyone knows, as everyone would, have repudiated the shooting by Mr. Alexis and Mr. Mace. 
but some also have a harbor troubling views about their perceived oppressor. They question how people could be so cruel. Karen Stewart of Tallahassee, Florida, believes large numbers of regular people have been brainwashed by the National Security Agency into thinking that she's a traitor or terrorist. Wherever she goes, she says, church, to the grocery store, to the doctor's office, they are there, watching. It baffles her, she says. But worse, it makes me angry to see how many people in this country are psychopaths. They are absolutely, they are absolute group-based drones, she said. I don't even consider them human anymore. Susan Clancy, a Harvard-trained psychologist who has researched people who believe they've been abducted by aliens, said it would be extremely difficult to dissuade patients who have latched on to believe that they think explain their delusion. To think it needs a meaning or for meaning and they need to understand your life and the problems you're having, she said. You're not some meaningless nobody. You're being followed by the CIA. In a way, Dr. Clancy said, the behavior shared a trait with religious belief. The abandonment it would be life of All a trespass, Mr. Trespass' mother, that she avoids debating with him. It wasn't something that he was making up, she said. He really felt the, that, the way he felt and explained what he experienced. I got to the point where I, where I just finally say to him, I'm very, very sad that you have to go through this thing, that you have to go through this. I wish there was something I could, I could have done, I could do. The big hope is that society will wake up to what's happening and put a stop to it. Those who feel targeted say, in some cases, they do seek psychiatric help. In others, the delusional subsides. For the rest, the prognosis isn't good, like I just said. Many contemplate suicide. Mr. Trespass, now 49, said he went as far as to prepare a rope. Sitting at a coffee shop in Brooklyn last month, he said the stalking has thankfully quiet down. But he said his harassers have also been feeding his body with uh, Margolin, a painful insect-like infestation in the skin that many doctors say is psychosomatic. He has grunt with wary sad eyes. It's been eight years since it all began, he said. I can't hold a job his friends have just away. Now, again, right, so this guy, he's 49. He's targeted began eight years ago. Now, when you look at... Uh, Medical research, medical, but psychiatric research on schizophrenia, right? And paranoia. Now, those symptoms show up in people at a very young age, okay? So, this guy never, um, I'm not sure if he ever been in an accident like that, if he had any kind of head injuries, I was expecting that he is not, that's not. This guy at 41 years old, all of a sudden, you know, start to develop what the psychiatrists are trying to say he has Oh, he's Think about that. Look at the research, and you'll see that most people within the later stages of their life don't really develop those kind of illness. So, again, uh, this is something that you really got to have an open mind about, Okay. The online community has been a critical support, he says, but we don't know exactly what's happening with that. Maybe we are, we're believing in the wrong thing. I don't know. That's why I keep an open mind about who and what and why and how. One thing is for certain, he says, 
He's not crazy. All right. Now, again, every time I read an article in the mainstream media about gang stalking, they always, you know, get psychiatrists to always try to discredit the TI by labeling them as delusional or have paradox depression. Right? Now, again, the one case where the psychiatrist did a study of 128 targeted individuals and made that label as you know to the group as a whole. How come they never, they never go back and think? Well, let's see. The U.S. government did mind control experiment in the 60s which is the Alter program. And in that program, there were many sub-programs, okay? And the development of microwave weapons. The FBI program, okay? Now, I see a psychiatrist, and I tell him about all this stuff. I, you know, I tell him about the Alter, the Alter Pro, and... The last time that I visited my psychiatrist, which was about two weeks ago, and I had evidence on my phone of the type of things that they do to target. And I had a couple of uh, recordings that had um, police sirens, right? So that what the person was, was doing, because the North campaign had calmed down for about a week. And so what they were doing is that they were calling me from their phone and leaving me voice message with uh, police sirens. Okay, so I was able, I didn't delete the messages. I kept it so I can, you know, let my psychiatrist care. And I paid it for him. I said, this is, this is what they do, okay? So I just wanted to show you that I'm not making this up. And my psychiatrist, he basically said to me, he said, you know what? He said, what, what I think you're going through was psychological warfare. This is what he said to me, my psychiatrist, okay? He said to me, that what you, what it sounds like you're going through is psychological warfare, and the people who are engaging in this are mentally ill. This is what he said to me. Okay, so I think if you explain your targeting in a way that, again, I said that again, would not discredit you. Do not discredit yourself by bringing up aliens and Freemasons and all that stuff. Yeah, I just kept it, I basically kept it simple. The U.S. government, history of non-consensual human experiments, history of mind control research program, history of illegal surveillance on U.S. citizens and those living in the United States, History of lying to the American people by saying such programs don't exist until they get caught with the documents, okay, or some little blow come out and provide evidence of what it is that they say that they are not doing, okay? Number two, I'm going to discredit the psychiatrists and psychologists. fact, the New York Times have been 
named as one of the largest newspaper or media entity in the United States that have paid journalists and editors of the board on the New York, in the New York Times who are paid by the CIA to write stories that the CIA wants them to write. That is a fact, okay? So for those who are listening to this, or if you're a TI, and even if you're not a TI, you're listening to this, okay, know this, that you cannot trust a lot of these psychiatrists and psychologists because they are part of the CIA cover-up program, to cover up what they're doing to TI, okay? So they will find someone that they will go and interview who sound more delusional and more crazy than the other TIs, okay, because they're talking about alien abduction and, and spiritual warfare and all this stuff, okay? And therefore, they use that person against the TI community, okay? Because that person sounds more delusional and more schizophrenic than the majority of TIs who know that this is a government program, all right? Notice how they don't say, well, you know, this country has a history of mind control experimentation and human beings because they don't want to have the public have that thought in their mind that, hey, you know what, these people might be telling the truth. I mean, you look at the history of the United States government, you will see that they've done things like this before, okay? They don't do a thorough research into the background of the United States microchip okay? And all these articles that you see that, that comes up about the brain initiative and, and, and the studying the human brain and all that stuff, by the CIA and the NSA and the Department of Defense, okay, they don't touch those things. These articles are meant to discredit the CIA community. But these psychiatrists and psychologists are paid by the CIA. They're in bed with the CIA. They know what's going on. They are perpetrators of these crimes against the CIA community. Okay, here is an example. Here is an example. That this is something that they cannot refuse. This is something that they cannot say it is not true. This is something that they cannot say that the CIA and psychiatrists has uh, are not in bed together. This comes from the Guardian. It is. It was written in July, two thousand and fifteen. Three senior officials lose their job at APA after U.S. torture scandal. American Psychological Association framed the departure of its chief executive officer, deputy CEO, and communication chief as retirement and resignation. The torture scandal 
consuming the U.S. premier professional association of psychology, right, has cost three senior officials their job, part of the reckoning that reformers hope will lead to criminal prosecution. As the American Psychological Association hopes with the damage wreaked by an independent investigation that found it complicit in U.S. torture. The group announced on Tuesday that its executive, its chief executive officer, its deputy CEO, and its communications chief are no longer with the APA. So these are three top figures at the American Psychological Association. Do you know how much clout they have on those uh, psychiatrists and psychologists around the nation? Do you think that they're not influential in shaping the minds of these of of the psychiatrists or psychologists across the United States? Okay, all three were implicated in a 542-page report issued this month by former federal prosecutor David Hoffman, who concluded that APA leaders colluded with the U.S. Department of Defense and aided in the aided the CIA in loosening professional ethics and other guidelines to permit psychologists' participation in torture. Despite rumors of the three outings circulating for a few weeks, the APA framed the departure of longtime executive official Norman Anderson and Michael Honecker as retirement. Rear Sieberman, who served as APA communication director for 20 years, resigned, the APA said in a statement. While CEO Anderson retirement was scheduled before the Hoffman report was released, the APA stated Dr. Anderson felt that moving up his retirement date to the end of 2015 would allow the association to take another step in the important process of organizational healing and to facilitate APA continuous focus on its broader mission. Okay, so the U.S. government, the CIA, can get these people on the board of the American Professional Psychological Association to change the rules so that they can torture people. Doesn't it sound like what we as CIA were going to? Okay? And a lot of these psychiatrists and psychiatrists that we go to, they will say, yeah, you're, you're delusional. You're telling them the truth about what's happening to you. Okay? It's either because they are a major part of it and they are consistent in it, or they're going to make an outright labeling of you just by the description of what you're saying because it has been given to them in the statistical uh, diagnostic manual, which they use to label people with mental illness. Okay? And knowing that that manual was written with the help of the CIA. Okay? Know this. So as a TI, if, you, if, you, if you're seeing a psychiatrist, a psychologist, you need to bring them documentation. Not just your documentation, but research. Okay? So at least in their mind, they can say, well, you know what? Yeah, this happened before, and, you know, this, this, maybe this individual is going through this. Maybe he is being uh, uh, tortured with these weapons. Maybe he is being gang stalked. Okay? Don't go in there talking about spiritual warfare. Don't go in there talking about aliens abduction. Don't go in there talking about Freemasons. Okay? Don't do that. Go in there 
the documentation of U.S. torture programs, the documentation of U.S. mind control programs, the documentation of CIA illegal surveillance and, and FBI illegal surveillance targeted programs. Okay? And then tell your story. Because you have the documentation to say, to at least frame it in a way that they can say, you know what, maybe we need to listen to this individual some more before we make a judgment in terms of labeling this individual. Okay? All right. Let me continue. Anderson, Hanukkah, and Sebelman joined Stephen Venet, uh, the ATA's former SS chief, also implicated in torture. Now, these are this guy. He was he's a former ethics chief. That means that he is responsible for the ethical behavior and outlining the ethical behavior of all psychiatrists and psychologists within the United States. Okay. In the first wave of APA departure, as the organization seeks to rebuild its credibility. Benek has issued a combative statement threatening unspecific legal action. This is a major step towards reforming the ATA on the profession, said Stephen Stroll, a longtime ATA critic on torture affiliation with physicians for human rights. I hope it is only the beginning of change. The selection of the right CEO will be crucial. Stroll is part of a group pushing the ATA to refer the Hoffman report to the FBI and Justice Department for potential criminal inquiry. Thus far, the APA has committed to providing the report to the Senate Committee overseeing the military and CIA, and a call to end all psychologists participating in U.S. interrogation and detention operation is slated for APA consideration at a major conference next month. Thus far, there is no indication that the Justice Department from the Justice Department that it intends to revisit the political fraud question of legal accountability for torture, which ended in 2012 without prosecution. And there you go, ladies and gentlemen. See, that's why they continue to do what they do to us, because there is, they, there is no accountability, okay? No one goes to jail for torturing someone, especially if you're in, in bed with the CIA, the NSA, the Department of Defense. No one goes to jail for experimenting with illegal, not illegal weapons, but, but experimenting with, with directed energy weapons, okay, without the consent of the individual or individuals. No one goes to jail or held accountable for the countless CIs who have been stalked, whose privacy has been violated, whose rights have been trampled on. The conspiracy against our rights is real. Okay? And no one is being held accountable for that. The Defense Department, which has which still assigned psychologists to Guantanamo Bay, has yet to comment. And the White House has stayed out of the fray. Hoffman reports identify the next the Defense Department contractor as a chief culprit in maneuvering the APA towards loosening its opposition to torture while denying any such thing, without uh, denying doing any such thing, and the departed APA official as complicit. 
but not understood, extensive efforts to manipulate, uh, he undertook extensive, extensive efforts to manipulate the APA Council of Representatives in an effort to undermine attempts to keep psychologists from being involved in national security interrogation. So he wanted, because he was in bed with the CIA, again, he was a department, a defense department contractor. Okay? This is a guy who was the head of the ethics uh, department of the APA. And he was a defense contractor. All right? How many times have you seen this? How many times? And yet, the New York Times writes an article trying to discredit TI. They should write an article trying to fucking discredit these criminal psychiatrists and psychologists who participate in this program to discredit TI from speaking the truth about the non-consensual experimentation that's being done on them. Okay, who's teaching these low-life perps out there how to psychologically torture, harass, how to break into a target's home, steal their belongings, play mind games with them for the sake of psychological torture. Okay, New York Times article got me pissed right now. Okay. All right. Nevertheless, Stevenson ex- ex- insists that the, to the press that the APA has taken consistent position against torture. After the Guardian report that the APA has declined to take action against a psychologist who participates in a brutal autonomous inter- uh, interpretation, Stevenson told the Guardian a thorough review of these public materials and our standard policies will clearly demonstrate that APA will not tolerate psychologists' participation in torture. It is unclear if the three officials of the APA last leave. So how, and again, how many more are there? How many more are there? Barry Adson, the APA current president, is also listed as a key player section as Anton is said to have participated in the sectional, in the section uh, selection of members of a critical task force on psychological and I'm sorry and on psycho- psychologist involvement in torture that was stacked with U.S. Defense Department officials. Let me read this part again, okay? Because I just got, I, I just got so heated that I, you know it's very difficult for me to speak right now, but. It is unclear if the three officials in the APA last release or the last release, Barry Anson, the APA current president, is also listed as the key player section, as Anson is said to have participated in the selection of members of a critical task force on psychologists involved in torture that was stacked with U.S. Defense Department officials. You can't trust the APA. Okay, the military is on the bench. The CIA is on the bench of the APA. Do you really trust these people? But how they try to get the American public to view TI as people with mental illness, 
okay? People need to wake the hell up. They need to wake the hell up, okay? And even in the Times article, let's tell you, there is no opposition uh, website to counter what TIs are saying. Why is that? We've had websites, uh, YouTube videos for decades talking about what's happening. Okay? And every time there's an article, I believe it's because they are afraid that people are starting to believe it. So then they find a TI, again, who they interview, someone who is maybe a, a hell of a lot delusional because of what happened, what's being done to him or her, okay, and who's been told a whole bunch of nonsense and who's repeating those nonsense to make him or her sound more delusional and more paranoid schizophrenic. And they go and they interview that person. And from that interview of that person, they label all TIs. And you know, they always have one or two psychiatrists, right, who talk about all the people of delusion. But how come they, you know, they never, you know, as a, if I was a psychiatrist and a psychologist, you know, and a person comes to me, I'd be like, well, you know what, let's, let me listen to this person. Okay, I, I would know that the U.S. participates in mind control programs, in non-consensual mind control programs. I would know that, you know, the head of the, the APA and its members on the board of the APA are infiltrated by the military and the CIA. And I would say, well, you know what? This person may be telling the truth. But psychiatrists and psychiatrists don't think of that because, you know what, it's the money. The money is more important. So by labeling and prescribing medication, it's more money in their pocket. This is what it comes down to in, in the way how they try and discredit uh, TI. Okay? So it says the ACA will meet in, in Toronto beginning on the 6th of August for its annual convention. The former president, Nadine Coslow, told the Guardian, she expects to be consumed with the issue that reforms the organization must adapt in the wake of the Hoffman Report. So, F you, New York Times. F-U-C-I-A, the NSA, the DOD, okay? I would not allow you to discredit TI, okay? You want to play the discrediting game? Well, look, the APA just got discredited, okay? Because I don't see any person with a logical thinking mind, an intellectual mind, would ever believe anything that comes out of the APA. I can't see it. Nigel. Yes. This is Elda. Hey, Elda. Uh, Pravda from Russia took that article and they turned it around. And you should read this because he's saying that instead of utilizing the term, you know, uh, gang stalking, when we replaced the phrase gang stalking with surveillance and the term targeted individual suspects, does anyone then think that suspects are mentally ill, delusional, or psychotic for realizing that surveillance teams are doing surveillance on them when surveillance teams are indeed doing surveillance on them? We don't know how many people are suspects because the police won't comment on ongoing cases. Ditto for federal law enforcement and intelligence agencies. Dr. John Hall, a documentary filmmaker, 
Author and expert of gang stalking estimates that hundreds of thousands of Americans are currently being targeted, gang stalked, and worse. We don't know how the police or federal agencies do surveillance on people because they won't say how they do surveillance. On occasion, there is news about people who were indicted uh, that reveals reveal surveillance went on for years, that undercover officers masqueraded as underage girls online or as sexy young adults preying on lonely or excitable young men, undercover officers pretending to be religious, frequenting mosques, asking noisy questions, offering feebles, freebies all around, free food, free drinks, free cash, free vans, free weapons for uh, to religious people who pray often yet live in economically cratering parts of the United States. So um, I'm going to give you the link to this, and you might want to read the whole article. This okay. guy turned that article around, and Pravda is Russia. You know that's Russian news, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so uh, this person said, wait a second over here. There might be something to what these people are saying. Yeah. So he took it and he he turned it around. So I'm going to give you the link right now. And okay. um, maybe you should read this because, see, not everybody believes it. And you saw all the links I put into the, your chat. And this yes. has to do with the American Psychological Association, weapon, weaponizing health workers, how medical professionals were top instruments in U.S. torture programs. But there's also one that I put in there, um, and that the one that I have highlighted, and this guy said that it appears what they did was in violation of the RICO Act, okay? That's organized crime, right. criminal activity. And the Sidley report that I also put a link in there, Sidley Austin LLP, the APA hired this law firm to take all those emails and do an investigation, and instead of siding with the American Psychological Association, they found that there were crimes that they were they believed crimes had been committed yeah, in the cover-up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, the, yeah. and the illegal, but it also has to do with non-consensual human experimentation that the APA was covering up. Does that make sense? Because they were designing yeah. the program. And so Sidley Austin LLP was hired by the American Psychological Association but their findings was not in their favor, and they turned, some of the, they turned some of the information over to the Department of Justice for further investigation on criminal activity. Right. And the Justice they Department did nothing. They did nothing, right. though. The Justice Department, they sat on it. They did nothing. Okay, you know? so here's But, but, but oh, again, it's like, it's like I said, you know, the, 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 the manual in which all psychiatrists and psychologists follow in the United States it were written and is written by the CIA. Yeah. Okay. Every so I think we're we're on the right yeah. track, Nigel. I think we have been consistent. Our story never changes because people who are telling the truth are not going to change their story. Yeah, the only not, people I mean, who keep not, changing the narrative are them. Right. They have to and keep not changing only that, the narrative. Not only that, a lot of a lot of the video evidence that we show actually show the the perps. Um, and the 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 whole uh, stage um, environment, you know, whatever happening is happening in the environment, that you know, video evidence shows that. So, and that's hard to discredit when you have video evidence. Yes. But here, here but here's the thing that you know, it's just to show you how, you know, I know personally that that you know, and we all know that it's the CIA, it's the government that's doing this. Because when you have, I have videotaped evidence of a woman. Damaging my car, okay? Vandalizing my car, 
I have video evidence of this woman trying to run me over with her vehicle, right? And we go to court, and all she gets convicted of is assault for 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 uh, for slapping me, wow. right? Yeah, not attempted murder and, and, for trying to run you over, you right? <laughs> Yeah, right. not 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 not, um, not trying to, to, not, to not name vandalism, you, yeah. right? Cause not great vandalism. bodily injury, right? Right, not vandalism, not you know, not being convicted of a hate crime, right? Yeah, but be, to be convicted or or you know of a, a, a basically a, a misdemeanor of assault in a sense, right? Yep. I mean that is that is crazy, and and yeah. and then the 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 effect of that of my. My 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 insurance rate, right, has gone up tremendously. I used to pay around sixty seven dollars. Now I pay close to a hundred dollars, right, for my car insurance. You know, yeah. so yeah. It's, it's well, listen to this. Though. Here's a, so here's another part of the article. That's why I think let me, you let me read it. Let me, let me, let me yeah, listen. To, listen to this part. It says street theaters when police bosses plan out skits for undercover officers or informants to act out in front of suspects. One suspect reported about reported about several such skits. For example, a couple of undercover officers, one with a camera, the other with a chalk drawing, outlines a corpse on the sidewalk while his partner snapped photos with flashes of the chalk outlines. Psychological yeah. operations is synonymous with street theater. Theater, yep. Let, 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 me, let me read the article. Yeah, read the, read the whole article. I'm just giving you I'm gonna read the whole, I'm gonna, I'm Okay, gonna I'm going to put myself on mute. Okay. So yeah, and I, I can't, I can't look. I can't log into the to the chat for some reason. <laughs> it just won't let me allow. It won't allow me to to log in to the chat on any of my web browsers. Okay, try try putting in the show number. Eight one zero six two. I mean, when when I can't I can't even click on anything. Sorry, yeah, because you know I mean they they do that man because they don't want you participating. They don't want you you know sharing whatever information they're going to share. That, that's that's why they're doing that. <laughs> Remember like yeah, last week on my call, last week on my call, how they how they how they ended my call? They just ended my call just like that. Okay? And that's because again, when they don't want you talking about certain things or you hit a chord that right. you know they don't like, they'll do things like that. All right? Yeah, and then they're they're uh, also deleting videos off my phone. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. <laughs> All right, let, let, I know. Let me let, let yeah. me let me read the yeah. article. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> All right, so this is, this is another take on United States of Paranoia, surveillance of suspects or gang-stalking targeted individuals. The police routinely do surveillance on suspects. We all know that. The FBI, the DEA, CIA, and a whole host of other agencies also do surveillance on suspects. What we do not know is how they pick their suspects, how they do surveillance, and how long do they do surveillance for. Without a doubt, the number of suspects have increased since September 11, 2001. The New York Times feature an article on June 10th, which I had read earlier, 2016 title, United States of Paranoia. They see gang stalkers, which cast doubt on whether gangs could commit crimes like stalking, harassing, and worse, targeting, targeted in, against targeted individuals, CIs and repeatedly tries to plant seed of doubt that TIs may be mentally ill, delusional, or psychotic. When we replace the phrase gang stalking with surveillance and the term targeted individual with suspect, does anyone then think 
that suspects are mentally ill, delusional, or psychotic for realizing that surveillance teams are doing surveillance on them, that surveillance teams are indeed doing surveillance on them. You do not know how many people are suspects because the police won't comment on ongoing cases. Ditto, the federal law enforcement agency, the federal law agency, and intelligence agency. Dr. John Hall, the documentary filmmaker, author, and expert on gangster stalking, estimates that hundreds of thousands of Americans are currently being targeted, gang stalked, and worse. We don't know how the police or federal agencies do surveillance on people because they won't say how they do surveillance. On occasion, they would use about people who are indicted that reveal surveillance went on for years, that uncover, undercover officers masquerade as underage girls online or as sexy young adults preying on lonely or excitable young men. Undercover officers pretending to be religious, frequenting mosques, asking nosy questions, offering freebies all around, free food, free drinks, free cash, free vans, free weapons to religious people who pray often, yet live in economically created parts in the U.S. There's congressional testimonies from intelligent agency personnel about dark arts or honey traps, the specifics on how exactly they do surveillance, a.k.a. their dark arts, on suspect is sketchy at best. Not so from the, from the suspect. The targeted individual, that is, dozens of books have been written, hundreds of gang and survivors groups have formed, mainly online, and thousands of sites and blogs exist on the topic. Just search terms like mind control, gang the targeted individual, and you will find. CIs describe being gang harassed many times a day, every day, abused, terrorized, brutalized, tortured, and many CIs memorialized other CIs who were killed. Descriptions get graphic and detailed, some with a unique vocabulary like directed conversation, gaslighting, mobbing, street theater, man in the middle attack, sleep deprivation, torture, and so forth. Directed conversation apparently are when police supervisors write up scripts for undercover officers or informants to recite in front of suspects. Gaslighting is when undercover officers or informants break into a suspect home and move things around or do intentional damage to utilities, appliance, or clothes, for example. Mobbing is often at work when several co-workers have agreed to become police informants, stitches, and they, and they mob around and simultaneously bullied a co-worker, creating a hostile work environment. Some TI websites and groups mention mobbing in other contexts, like stores or in public. Suspects get enveloped by a swarm of <coughs> irritated and menacing undercover cops or officers or informants. One suspect from New York reported being menaced by people. And this is something that they do to me too. They, they, they use dogs a lot in my target and they Okay? When he left home in the morning, there would be three pit bull owners chatting with each other with their pit bulls blocking the front door, followed by the subway entrance being blocked by three other pit bull owners with their pit bulls, followed by hardly disfigured people getting into the same subway car at the next stop, with handlers 
then loudly describing the pitiful attack that left them so disfigured. Then the subway exit being blocked by three football owners with pit bulls and so forth. See what is being described here? That's New Linguistic Programming. Okay? New Linguistic Programming is a psychological tool in which, and especially, you know, dark NLP, in which they create phobias or fears within the subject's mind. So the pit bull is the trigger. So whenever this individual now sees a pit bull, pit bull in his mind, he's going to see these horribly disfigured people and think that that's going to happen to him. So now, after they've done that, they've sensitized him to that, conditioned him to that. Now, wherever he, he walks, wherever he goes, to see a pit bull. His mind is going to be thinking about these horribly disfigured people and that association with them in terms of that what happened to him. So again, it's to create fear, create a phobia of pit bull within the mind, within the mind of that person. Okay. Street theater is when police force plan out its undercover officers or informants to act out in front of suspects. One suspect reported about several such kids. For example, a couple of undercover officers, one with a camera, the other with a dark, without the other with chalk drawing outlines like of corpse on the sidewalk, while his partner snaps photos with flashes of the white chalk outline. Tyops is synonymous with street theater. Man in the middle attack, but when someone texts a friend, but the text goes to an undercover officer to read and delay all a part of the text of the message to the friend. The friend responds, but that text also goes to the undercover officer who reads it, then delay part or all of it to the suspect. Such man in the middle attacks can also occur with online chat, email, and some say calls with advanced computer programming that can mimic people's voices, two men in the middle attack, one to listen to the suspect, and a second in the next room to relay the message, all a part of the suspect's friend. Any unnatural human pause with text, chat, or call to indicate man in the middle attack. Now, I get this. You know, like someone would send me a message, it helped me to meet somewhere, and I would not get that message until the next day. Okay? This was a reoccurring event that happens all the time. Now it's text. So what will happen is that somebody will send me a text, and I won't get the text right away. It'll be like a half an hour later, you know, uh, especially if I have to go somewhere again, you know, I will get the text late. And so this is describing exactly what I and many other people have been experiencing. Yeah. And this also, is exactly Nigel, but... A Nigel man in the middle can also be where that information is relayed to someone, and then that you know what directed conversation is, right? Because right, he went yes, over that. Yes, so they'll yes. take private information that you just had a phone conversation with, you know, a loved one or your son or whoever, and that or a text message, and then you're in public places with total strangers who are utilizing part, part, parts of information that you just had in a conversation or a text message or whatever through directed yes. conversation. So the yeah. man in the middle, like he's saying, is providing that information to the general population 
of these civilian sleeper cells or perpetrators for the state, and then they utilize those keywords in their directed conversation to you. Does that make sense? So this man in the middle is a very important thing because you could have a text message, you could be on a phone conversation, and pretty soon, like say you, you heard that your uncle was sick, then you go and then you, but you heard it you were talking on a phone conversation. So the man in the middle relays that information wide to your general perpetrator community, civilian population, and then you're at the bank, and then all of a sudden someone says, "Oh yeah, my, I was on the you know my uncle's sick, right." And then you go to the store and you're waiting at the cash register and then they use that same conversation. And so they synchronize it so that wherever you go, one of their perps is going to utilize that keyword. But they got the keyword from an official, whether it's local, state, or federal, that usurped the information and then shared that private information with the general population. Yeah. So we have to be real clear about the legalities of what's happening. Because yeah, they're taking my, private my, health, privately held information and then advertising it. Am I targeting the man in the middle means that they want me to be a, a priest or pastor, right? Because they know, they, they, they know what they're doing to me, the torture, the, the abuse, I mean, all the stuff that they do. Um, you know, some, like, there's, a, there's a saying that says that, you know, when you – when you when you um, undermine, when you torture, um, you steal, murder innocent people, right? Some of those people who survive are going to bite back, right? So in order to quell that person from seeking retribution or revenge, they'll tell that person, well, you know, you be a pastor, a priest, or uh, an iman, a holy man, or whatever, right? Right. So that that is what they're I mean, trying to I can, say. I, I, I can be nonviolent. I can be nonviolent. Right. Right. Exactly. So they they basically turn the other cheek and let it go. Right. Yeah. 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 yeah exactly. 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 You know what? Exactly. Hold on. Hold on. I, I, I'm glad you said that because you know, on like uh, Facebook, you know, they try to talk about Facebook, and they're always like, you know, you know, they they, they do this to you too, Neil. But you know, there's always like somebody saying, "Let's go." There's always like a a, a, a title that says, "Let's go." Or something, yeah, right. you know? Right, exactly. But you know what? I always remind those people, you know, when when the so-called terrorists attacked America, right, and took the, the World Trade Center the, the, um, and, and attacked the Pentagon, why didn't America say let it go, right? Exactly. Why, why, exactly. why didn't those same people say let it go? So we must remember something, right, that the government – Okay, is is a major influence, or, or the act of people in government is a major influence to the the general public, right? So if they wanted if they wanted to practice what they're preaching, right, they would have said after nine eleven, let it go. What's done is done. It's all in the past. Right? Did they say no? No. George Bush went on national TV and to the world and says, we will not stand for this. We will fight back. We will not be attacked. You will not violate our sovereignty. All right. Okay. And you're either with us or you with the terrorists. Oh, exactly. Yeah. exactly. Yeah. But remember what MLK said. But remember what MLK said. MLK said, the greatest purveyors of violence in the world today, my own government. Right. George Bush said this. To our allies, to our allies, he says, 
like the, like the FBI, play ball. Either you play ball with us or play ball or else. You know? So you either with us or against us, in a sense. Right? Yeah. All right, let me continue. Let me, let, me, let, me, let me continue before you. Yeah, one second. Let me just finish one second. But there are leak deprivation, right, Nigel? This, yeah, no, this, this government has violated and, and, and infringed on our sovereign rights as human beings, right? But they expect us to let it go. They expect us to be the man in the middle and be a holy man or a holy woman or whatever. Well, right? I, don't think, I don't think that's what Alma means when she said man in the middle. Yeah. I think no, no, I, I know, I know, I know. I'm just saying for my, my, for my targeting, I'm just saying my targeting of when they send me, they, when they tell right, me not, I, that, that I'm in the middle, that right, that I'm in the middle. The middle means somebody that's nonviolent, somebody who will not seek retribution, somebody who will not stand up and fight against being tortured and abused and all this kind of stuff. Okay, I understand. All right, let me continue. Yeah. All right. So all right. again, all right. So let's, uh, let's continue. Sleep deprivation. Sleep deprivation torture is undercover officers or informants making loud noises all night so that suspects cannot sleep. Often, the loud noise come from a nearby home rented by the police to do surveillance, like loud music all night long. Other loud noises described by suspects include loud TV, prolonged chainsawing, car drill, jackhammering, and the like. Some suspects report intensive sexual harassment and assault. One suspect in New York report years of more than 50 prostitutes a day stalking, harassing, assaulting, and at times attempting to rape. None of the prostitutes wanted money from their targets. It's widely known in Manhattan that certain federal agencies have failed of prostitutes on their payroll because of the United Nations and Wall Street, and apparently for some suspects too. For some, being harassed, assaulted, etc., by so many prostitutes every day might sound hot. Take the ones you want. I'll pick all of them for sex for free. But if you're a heterosexual man, they send frisky gay male prostitutes. If you're a heterosexual woman, they send lesbian prostitutes. And this, this is, this is, you know, it's interesting because this is what they try to do in me too, you know. Yeah, like for instance, like they, when they want me to not do my call, sexuality, right? Yeah. Right. Like when right. they, when they, listen, when they don't want me to do my call, what they do? They try to bribe me with women. Right, so all of a sudden, you know, on certain uh, social media sites, I will get contacted by women. Okay, and and they usually try. They, I usually don't hear from them until I'm getting ready to do my show or until I'm going to pick up my stuff because they don't want to go pick them up. So you know, it's like a, a you know, they try to do like a trade, right? So oh, you don't go pick them up, leave them. You can get this one right here, right? Or you don't be a politics right here. Now, when that don't work, I don't really pay attention to that stuff. You know, then what they'll do is that. They'll have, you know, people walk around, especially women walk around, and they'll, um, you know, they'll, 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 you know, bend their their hand, like, you know, especially like, uh, and males too, they bend their hand like, like you know, like, you know, some, some homosexual men do, you know, those who are very feminine, how they, you know, their mannerism, how they bend their hand, that kind of way, and they will do that in front of me, right? To try, you know, to, uh, and they do that with game too, so to try to, uh, I, I guess, uh, try to tell me that that I'm going to be gay or whatever, because, and, right. you know, which is not going to happen, stuff like that. Right. Period. Okay. So they'll, so right. they'll do, they'll do, they'll do stuff like this. But this right here is very true. 
in one uh, of the same. All right, so let me let me let me continue. Here. All right, so um, if you're if you're a gay man, they send heterosexual female prostitutes. If you're a lesbian, they'll send heterosexual male prostitutes to sexually harass you, assault you, attempt to rape you, etc. Just say surveillance. Wink, wink. Suspects who know why they are being targeted and are being targeted by local or state police rarely report the swarm of prostitutes. Prostitutes swarm, harassing, assaulting, etc. are more commonly reported by suspects who know why they are being targeted and are being and are being targeted by the feds. Many suspects do not know why they are suspects. Many suspects don't realize for years that they are suspects. How long one suspect reports being under surveillance? For 50 years? Long story short, his mother was some sort of fed task with seducing a foreign leader known for promiscuity and getting pregnant. She succeeded, she succeeded and came back to Manhattan. Nine months later, she delivered at the New York Presbyterian Hospital. The agency arranged an, an adoption with the natural mother got her one million in cash. Moments later, inside the hospital, she was robbed and murdered. <laughs> right? But they took that money back. Anyway, the child was adopted by undercover officers raised in a wealthy suburb on a block where many other undercover officers live. He is on the 24-7 surveillance throughout his childhood, teens, young adulthood, and no age years to, to present. Other targeted individuals, suspects routinely report having been under surveillance for decades. People put on the no-fly list never get off the no-fly list, just as many suspects never get off the surveillance list. Back in the day, Americans used to be innocent until proven otherwise. Gloria Naylor, the award-winning author, reports in her book, 1996, how a spat with a well-connected neighbor led to her being declared a suspect and being put under intensive surveillance, complete with harassment, stalking by surveillance teams, psychological abuse and torture, sabotage to personal belongings, loud noise, deep deprivation, torture, being threatened, menaced, and terrorized 24-7, 365, and worse. The police and Fed refused to state how long surveillance goes on for. The police and Fed also refused to provide metadata like statistics, etc. It ranged from shortest to longest surveillance time, average and medium surveillance times, period. There's a tab for taxpayers, too, but the police and Fed refused to provide data on how much surveillance costs per day per suspect. Police and Fed absolutely refused to provide data on how many suspects are guilty and, and how many are innocent. Wiley published data report that over 90% of the suspects incarcerated at Guantanamo were innocent of any crime. They were imprisoned without trial, tortured for years, then released because they're innocent. The feds still refused to apologize to the innocent people they falsely imprisoned and tortured for years at the Guantanamo torture camp. As surely as the feds will continue the lingering military occupation of occupied Guantanamo Bay, Cuba. We don't know how many suspects put on the surveillance are innocent, but we do know for sure that Guantanamo data from we do know for sure from Guantanamo data that over ninety percent of the suspects were turned out to be innocent. Over ninety percent of suspects put on the surveillance may also be innocent. It was it was also widely reported that the feds 
murdered some of the innocent suspects at the tunnel, then tried unsuccessfully to make their murders look like suicide. It's still unknown, however, how many innocent suspects on the surveillance the police and Fed have murdered. Some TI websites report names and other facts about targets, suspects who died under suspicious circumstances. The practice of placing suspects under surveillance has increased throughout the history of the United States. The biggest increase has been 2001 to present. There are many unanswered questions about surveillance of suspects. Inquiries can be done by county legislators, city council, state assemblies, Congress, and investigative journalists to reveal how suspects are picked, how long are suspects under surveillance, how exactly is surveillance done, and how many suspects are found to be innocent, for example, 90 or 95%. Some suspects targeted individuals have reported that surveillance teams have broken laws, committed misdemeanor, felonies, civil rights violations, human rights violations, and crimes against humanity. Report of serious crimes should be investigated. The people who do surveillance should be well policed or well policed. Uh, anyone doing surveillance who has committed crimes needs to be held accountable, investigated, arrested, tried, convicted, and imprisoned for their crimes. The step forward in fighting such abuse and crimes is increasing accountability, oversight, audits, and placing effective checks and balance on the police and the Fed. One small step forward would be hearings at local, state, and federal level on the scope and extent of the problem. How many suspects are put under surveillance a decade? Why? Effectively enforceable laws need to be passed and inaugurated to limit the amount of time a suspect can be put under surveillance. Example, one or two years. How many crimes have been committed by police and feds doing surveillance, and what kind of crimes have they been committed against suspects? The police and feds need to be policed more effectively. Beyond any shadow of a doubt, they should be independent audits, strong oversight, effective accountability, and enforceable checks and balance on both police and the feds. If more than 90% of suspects are innocent of any crime and large numbers of people are being labeled suspects put under surveillance for decades, then discussion in the press, county legislators, city council, state assemblies, Congress, and the media at large need to also turn to how these suspects can be apologized to and how can they be compensated for what was done to them. Targeted individuals who are guests on the surveillance will gain more credibility when they acknowledge the fact that they are suspects under surveillance and move forward to discussion of action. Example, lobbying for reform, lawsuits, etc. And to ameliorate the status quo of, sus- of how suspects are picked, how surveillance is done, and how long does surveillance linger on for. There is another group of targeted individuals who, who report they have been experimented on without their consent. This is a closely related topic for another article. And it's truism that everyone is a potential criminal just as everyone is a potential terrorist, include, uh, yourself included. You are no longer innocent until proven guilty in the USA. You are guilty until proven innocent. And that could take decades or a lifetime or longer. If you see nothing 
hear nothing, say nothing, and do nothing, while the number of suspects rises from tens of thousands to hundreds of thousands to millions, then who is going to speak up or do anything for you when you become a suspect and get put on the 24-7 surveillance for years or decades or the rest of your life? This is a very good article. Let me I know. I'm going to take this link and I'm going to go to the New York Times and I'm going to post it right into the comment section of that good. article uh, trying to discredit CI. Yeah. And also, okay. also, um, also send me the link to those articles. And I wanted to say another thing that, you know, these, um, these acts are acts of terrorism. You know, I mean, you, we're talking about these people are narco-terrorists. These people are terrorists in the sense of uh, they are uh, destroying lives and creating fear, um, you know, against a selected group of people. Uh, you know, these people are, you know, not perhaps, but, um, and I say this all the time, they're in the same category, same league as the Nazis, same league as the, 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 the Turks who, who committed genocide against the Armenians. Um, these uh, are in the same league as um, the, the Cambodians on the Pol Pot who murdered um, tens and hundreds of thousands of Cambodians in, the, in the, you know, what's known as the killing fields. You know, um, now it's not just lining people up and putting a gun to their head. Now it's putting arsenic in your, in your drinking water, in your food, um, uh, using uh, chemicals to extract um, the water from your cells, uh, using chemicals to, um, to increase the fat, um, increase the fat cells or multiply the fat cells within you um, to basically give you, uh, you know, diabetes, um, heart attacks, and strokes. So, you know, these people are, uh, you know, are, are cowards in the sense that they refuse to, to fight fear. Uh, F-A-I-R, you know, so they do underhanded, sneaky stuff, like I said, by poisoning your drinking water. These people are the, the, the most cowardice pe- group of people in, in history of, um, of homicidal megalomaniacs. And that's, that's, all, that's my two cents on that. Well, we're dealing with a very organized, well-funded group of people, state-sponsored, you know. And they they actually, uh, these local, state, federal law enforcement agencies, national security, they hide behind the collar of their civilian population. These um, groups that are being recruited by the state, you know, to be the eyes and the ears for them, but they're also yet letting them commit these these acts of terrorism, so that yep, they keep. I, them just, I just I just tweeted to the New York Times. I said, "Shame on you for trying to discredit the targeted individual community," and I posted the link to the article on the on the tweet to the New York Times. Now and then you should go back and say, um, maybe you should do your your research. You know. Yep. Mm-hmm. He didn't do any research. He just went to Harvard and stuff. Well, Harvard every Ivy every university is 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 getting funding from government agencies, whether, you know, the Department of Defense hides behind the Department of Justice, the Health and Human Services, and all these other things. And these these universities are making tons of money in grants and funding to to advance protocols for them. 
Yeah, but also uh, also one thing, you know, um, and and a lot of them are afraid because uh, the British government is investigating. Um, of course, uh, you know, several entities um, uh, in, in Europe are, are also investigating, and you know these you know these people are are on the lam, um, and you know once once it's proven that. Uh, well, I mean, we know it's proven already, but once we get significant evidence, overwhelming evidence, um, in, in, in the face where people cannot deny without a doubt. Right, you can't refute the argument when you have material evidence in your face. Exactly. So, uh, you know, once they, um, once they get everybody in the same accord as to this is exactly what was happening in Nazi Germany, right, so that we have a right to declare the United States, the United States government, of committing genocide, then, you know, they can take whatever international actions that are legal to bring in the United States government to, uh, to, to on a world scale, to justice as a... Um, as defined by the charters of the United Nations, and right, the but we can't. But the thing is, we can't utilize the term genocide because we're all different. That's why they made it so hard because we don't fall. All of us fall together. But there is a term called. Wait a second. But there is a term. But there is a term called genocide. Right, mass murder. Let's say mass murder. Well, no, there is a term. It's called democide, and that means that it's political killing of your own people. Right. Okay. Whatever. Right. Go. So yeah. you don't have to be yeah. all one race, all one religion. We can right. be all different kinds of people, but it's state-sponsored, you know, assassination of their own citizens. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And that's called democide. Right. Exactly. Well, thank you. Thank you. I I, I remember the word now. You're absolutely correct. But yeah. Exactly. You're democide. absolutely right. Yeah. But then when it goes international, because we have uh, people internationally, then what do you call it? I, I I don't know uh, well, because we have targets all over the globe, mostly NATO NATO allied countries, the North Atlantic right. Treaty Organization. So we know right. it's a military operation ultimately. Right. Well, we're gonna have to um, develop a new word for it then. Well, they have politicide, which is politically motivated, but but you can't say that because not all targets were political. I know I was targeted because of my political. I guess but, we can call it we can call it a a a secret war waged against people around the world. It is a war in a sense. I mean, but yeah. we're on the losing end because you know we we have no way of of fighting back in a sense. So I guess I guess it, it wouldn't be a war because one would have to have the tools necessary to fight back in a war, right? Right, so, so we're, we don't have those tools. Right. We, the, there's no level playing field, so to speak. Right, they're abusing their positions of power, authority, and their expertise, right. and they're right. abusing those so, positions so, of power right. to commit to these the state-sponsored acts. The slaughtering of people worldwide. Yeah, it's a global assassination program. Right. Covert. It's overt and covert. Civilian perpetrators, your civilian groups right. that are all, you know, the organized uh, community-based harassment, that's all overt. But, right. but who's, who's but, doing all of like, it, that's like covert. Big, I would like to send a big, big thank you to, to those, um, those British agents um, for 
for definitely investigating and and and, and gaining evidence, not just um, you know not just circumstantial evidence, but material evidence um, to uh, you know to to, to fight uh, and um, expose our, our you know these these crimes and um, and for hearing our plight. I mean, so who who are these British? You want to, what is their? Do they have an organization? Yeah. Yeah, well, you know, I can't really say, but you know, let's say let's say MI6 is definitely not um they're not um turning a deaf, dumb and blind air to what's going on. So there are some organizations like in governments of other countries that are listening to their citizens who are also being targeted. Is that right? Then? Yeah, yeah, of course. Okay. Of course. And they're getting the material evidence needed. To help these well, people I, I, put a stop yeah, to it. Yeah, of course, because that that is the only way that you would get a conviction is you know to have you know you know material evidence. And and fortunately, you know, I, I think um, uh, you know these agents have plenty of that. So maybe that's why they turned around and did the New York Times article because they knew that there's other organizations, you know, other governments well, that's, that's, who aren't that's, as corrupted that's, that's, as our yeah, government yeah, is. Yes, yeah, yes, I guess, yeah. That particular article was a hit job as far as to discredit the TI community as bad as possible. And um, I definitely the CIA is definitely bankrolling the uh, editor and the assistant editor that pushed that article out, which is uh, Mike McFate. There was another TI that looked into his background, and this guy has been in, like, different news firms, you know, he was in the uh, San Francisco Bay, I forgot the, the examiner or something like that, uh, the New York Sun, prior to that, you know, he had his LinkedIn profile, so this guy has like a heavy, uh, you know, LinkedIn work profile that goes back about 10 years, so, you know, these people are very well connected, and I wouldn't doubt it that, uh, you know, the CIA's payroll told them to do that hit job for us yeah. to discredited. And, uh, yeah, of course. Like I said, you know, the, the, New York, the New York Times... Kind of, you know, not, not positive, because it's not positive what they did. Obviously, it was negative, and it was meant to be put out that way for us. But what yeah, I kind of think that was good is the fact that it got put on the map as far as us being put on the map, even though it was negatively. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if you see where I'm going with this. What I'm saying is negative press is at least press. It's putting us on the map. And I know that you're going to say, no, but it's bad. It's negative. I understand that. What I'm saying is, at least it got put out there. Someone is stirring the pot. Someone is bringing this to the table. You know what I'm saying? They're not, and eventually, look, they're not. The only thing they bring into the table is to make the eyes look delusional and that's that, yeah. that, that, that we have mental health. Sometimes, you know, honestly what you're saying about this being out there, even though it's, it's bad press, I understand that. But, 
you have to also understand is that, okay, if there's a person out there who are itching to believe what we're saying and they read this article, okay, then they may inch the other way as to not believe us the thing that we all have to say. Totally. That's the thing of the article. That yeah. was what it was designed to do. I understand that. Right. You know what I mean? But well, I'm looking at it from a positive outlook. I'm trying to look right. at silver lining. You know what I mean? That at least yeah. it's getting, yeah. stirring the pot. It's doing something. It's bringing this conversation to the surface. Yeah. You see what right. I'm saying? And, and, and um, hey, 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 hopefully, guys, let me um, let me have some type of positive feedback at some point. That's what I'm looking for, you know, to come through. But right now, right now, this is all we got for right now. Right. Like, I'm right. looking at it like what you did with the Twitter account, and I know you're T.I. nice, but still, man, that's good because it set forth a chain reaction yeah. that hopefully would trigger one back and some other people will put in their two cents. And they don't necessarily have to be T.I.s. They could be people right. like regular, you know, people that aren't targeted and be like, hey, wait a minute, this is America. Why isn't these people getting their... You know, freedom of expression, blah, 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 blah. Like someone, some grassroots, random, you know, organization that might get some type of airplay or something like that that could come out and put us on the map through some type of random, you know, conspiracy of rights. Like you said, that is happening to us as TIs. They are freaking violating our, our rights. And you got some grassroots that come out and say, oh, wait, listen, you know, that's messed up. You know, and they'll do some type of you know, reaction to get people to listen to them. And then through that might come our turn to speak. I don't know if you see yeah, that. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm trying to look at the positive. I don't want to think negative, 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 negative. I hear negative, you, I hear you. You know what I'm saying? Because thinking like that is going to keep you in that state of mind, stagnant. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know. I hear, now, listen, now, listen, now, listen. Now, I hear you. And I totally I hear you. I'm, I'm, totally to, I'm realistic. You know what I'm saying? I know that it is what it is. It was fucked but, up what they did. I know but, that. But yeah. but also though, you have to understand though, it it, it it's like power of um, suggestion, power of association. So anyone hearing the word targeted individuals will associate it with the New York Times article instead of they won't do any research on it. Yeah. That's why it was good that this guy from Pravda was published by saying, "Wait a second over here, you're not looking at a bigger picture." We're, we're, we're under surveillance. What, what are we suspected of? Well, they never tell people who are suspect under surveillance. They don't tell you about these tactics that they utilize to, you know, disrupt you psychologically, emotionally, whatever, behavior modification, you know? They don't talk about any of that. Why didn't the guy who wrote the New York Times article do more research? Oh, he just went to Harvard, and therefore the psychologists are absolutely right, and, and I've already read, you know, information about how the APA was hand in glove with the CIA, um, they were found guilty. They hired a law firm to do an investigation on some leaked emails that, that were given to James Reeson from the New York Times. And when the law firm went through it and the APA thought they were going to be exonerated, the law firm said that uh, you guys, viol- it appears you violated the law. And they turned the information over to the feds. Yeah. So how credible how credible are is the psychiatric community when they sit there and they work with the government or they change the ethic policies the ethics of uh, 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 the term torture to say well maybe what they were doing wasn't torture even though they knew it was torture because they were getting money or grants or published you know 
So right. how ethical are these people who could design and architecturally design how to break people down psychologically and right. then cover well, it all course, up? Not, 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 they're not very ethical and they're not very moral, right? Uh, so, so, that, when, so, so, but then, in, but then, the New York Times article is trying to tell you to take the word of psychiatrists and psychologists who are already found to be guilty of committing right. egregious, heinous, and egregious crimes against uh, right. against most the, people, the most, most people the, don't realize that psychology is not a real, um, I would say, a, a real scientific profession. Right. It's not. It's not. It's not. You're absolutely right. It is, it is, it is not. So many cases, and then they say, therefore, that's the truth. But there's no, right. you're right, there's no scientific backing to it. It's all theory, right. and it's all subjective. Exactly. So let me, let me just, let me just um, interject for a second, and just for a little, a little two-minute break. I wrote this poem about the shooting. I've been asked to read it on the radio um, on Friday morning. So let me just read this poem to you guys real quick, and it's called Just Because. Um, just because you are beautiful, they seek to make you ugly. You are special and unique, and to them, it's incomprehensible. It maddens them knowing that you are better than they are. Just because you are loved, they wish to make others hate you. A loving heart, radiating hugs and kisses to those in need, gifted with many talents and a flair for making people happy. It matters not who you love. What matters, it, what matters is that you love. Who are they to tell you that loving someone is wrong? Who are they to tell you who and what you are or should be? Always afraid to be yourself, your gorgeous sovereign self. Religious communities deem you demonic, abomination, yet your character and deeds outshine them every single day. They call you the black sheep, a dark secret, something not of them. Hide him, her. Don't bring shame on our families and communities when it is them and the cowardice within that we should be ashamed of. There is no fear in me of you because you have never shown me fear. I accept and respect you because you accept and respect me. I need not question your being. I need no explanation of who you are. Just because you trusted and told me who you are, I know who you are. You are every one of us, all peoples, all cultures and ethnicity, all families. We are brought into togetherness. We grow learning to love. We must live together peacefully. Just because you represent the best of humanity, they took you away, away from your loved ones, families, friends, and your communities. What cruel people they are. Such hatred has no place in our world. Just because I love, respect, and care for you, I write this poem for you. I wrote this poem for you because if there ever was a need for this poem, the need has been met and the poem has been written just because. Nice. Was that Neil? Yes, yes, sir. Powerful, man. Very powerful. That's good, Neil. Thank you. Just a little, just a little break. So, you know, I, I no, know we're getting you're reversing everything. You're saying, right, you're, but you're reversing it. You know, where you're saying, who are you to judge me, you know? Um, right. Who's the one that has more of the issues? Um, what's right. his name? Right. Greenwald. Right. He, he right. Um, was in Los Angeles, 
and he, you know, on, on the tour with the Snowden thing. And he spent about a good 10 minutes of his speech in Los Angeles talking about how whenever you're someone who is willing to stand up against the status quo or to speak truth to power, which, which we're doing as victims, inevitably you get named. They name call you, right? You're, you're a narcissist, you're, you're a mental, you have psychological issues or whatever. And what he said was that way it makes you toxic to people because they buy into the narrative. And what they don't do is they don't listen to the truth about what is being said from, you know, Daniel Ellsberg to um, Edward Snowden, all of these people, Chelsea Manning, they all have psychological issues. So don't listen to what they're giving you, the information that they're providing you. Does that make sense of why they're doing what they're doing in the New York Times article? But he made a really good reference. He says, so who are the people that really have the psychological issues? The people who go along with the lies, go along with the program, act, you know, are part of the program, cover it up, or keep silent, or the people who are, are, are actually um, trying to tell you the truth about what's happening. He goes, don't you think the people who, who are trying to cover it up or who go with the program are the ones that have basically more psychological issues than the people who are trying to stand up against it and speak truth about it? Does that make sense? Well, yeah, and you know, but that's that's you know, throughout throughout our history, you know, we find that um, that the masses have always been, um, well, let me let me rephrase um, the in the past, the masses who were mostly uneducated were very easily swayed, right? But now we have a great amount of people who are educated, but they're educated, but they're not smart. Right, they're you know ignorant. Yeah. Because a lot of them lack critical thinking. Right. Right? Critical thinking is what makes you smart. Not all right? the when tests you can, can pass and when, how many degrees you have, right? Yeah, it's about not, exactly, you critically how many think. degrees you have, exactly, yeah. critical thinking. Because you must be a, if I put you in a maze, right, and I throw all, and the maze looks just simple, but then, if I throw some loopholes, some trap floors, and all this kind of stuff, right? And if you're just going to sit in a trap hole and cry and wait for someone to come and rescue you, then you're not smart. Right. Right? But if you figure out how to either predict or, 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 um, or uh, investigate your way to, you know, through the maze by saying, you know what? The, the trap door over there caught this person, so I'm looking for a similar trap door. Maybe there's one coming out the wall, so let me let me go touch the wall and see if there's any. You understand what I'm saying, right? That was that is what critical thinking is. What make people smart, not degrees, right? So you know, so now you know we. But but, 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 but but what I'm saying is that we're getting back to this whole concept of of, of name calling and labeling, so that people right. won't listen to the truth. And what right. what and what and what Greenwald was saying, and what everyone's saying is the first thing they do is they throw the crazy card at people so that it makes them toxic. So that no matter what they bring out, they want them to focus on the crazy and not the truth. Right. And, and so that, he says, that, what is more psychological? Who's who has more psychological issues? People who allow their government to lie to them, blatantly lie to them, and go along with it, or the people who are trying to tell you the truth about 
the lies and the corruption of what's happening within your government. So which is more psychological, you know, which people have more right. psychological issues? Does that make sense? Right, right. And, that, and that's my point. The point is that people are not smart to say, you know what, we have heard many other people describing the same thing he or she is describing, and they live in different areas across the United States or in, in, across town or whatever the case may be. There's they have no connection to each other. Right. There's something yes, they're telling the same thing. Well, well I mean, there, there is a connection. The connection is the experience, right? Right. Well, the um, experience, right, right. right. They share similar experiences, right? right. So uh, when I say, you know, um, the, the uh, critical thinking is that somebody who is of critical mind, uh, has a critical mind, will say, no, this person cannot be crazy because I've heard 20 or 30 people saying the exact same thing. If it's you know if it's one or two, then I, I'd say okay. But if there's twenty people, how can you and, have a group delusion? And, you know what I'm saying? Right, and we've yeah. seen seen video of what they're describing in many different videos taking place exactly as they are describing it. Right, then something is happening. And these people don't even know the, some of them don't, in the videos on YouTube don't even know the term targeted individual. Well, I mean, yeah, they're describing these things that are happening to them. Right. Well, well, yeah, I mean, to me, target individual is just a title. I would right. like to say a victim. Victim is more universal in a sense because we are victim victims. and suspect. Now, now, this guy from Pravda is saying you are suspects under surveillance, and they will utilize these tactics that they have or techniques or weaponized technologies in surveillance or whatever, and that he showed that all these things that we may have called it. When you look at suspects and surveillance, you see that they do have they deploy these operations. Well, yeah, and, and the reason and and how they how they label us as some of us as suspects is because of dissent. You know, we are exposing. You know, it's like uh, you know, like uh, in, in in revolutions and and, and and military coup. You know, across the world, um, journalists and photojournalists, right, have been silenced. Right in many okay. ways, you know, they they silence dissent, and, and and whenever you expose crimes done by a government, they're they're going to make you a suspect, right? right. Or you know, or, or you're already a suspect they're, once you're on these talk shows, yeah. you know, exposing this stuff, right? You're already a suspect, so of course they're going to surveil you because the knowledge that you have is very very frightening and threatening to them. So you know that is because it's the truth, though. Uh, Do you understand? But also, but also, that's how you know that this government, this regime, this secret regime that's hiding, right, that's doing this, you know, in in the shadows, that you know that these people are up to no good. Yep. Yep. I mean, yeah, uh, I mean, even religious people know that, right? right? That that, that Baphomet or whoever she was. I'm not religious, but even people who are religious understand that when you do things in secret and darkness, that's the dark side or the evil side. But even religious people understand that. I'm gonna say whatever is done in darkness will eventually come into the light. Yeah. Have you guys seen the movie? Have you guys seen that movie, The Lives of Others? Yes. Excellent movie. Right. Okay, check check it out. You can you can you can watch the movie on um on uh what's that a pot potluck or whatever. It's called The Secret Lives of Others. It is a yeah. very right. powerful movie about 
um, the Stasi, right, in uh, what is it, uh, East, East Germany, Germany, right, and, and how they would um, illegally surveil and, and wiretap uh, people's phones and, and kept tabs on just about everybody, in a sense. And how they got their informants to spy right. on so others. Neighbors, right, neighbors and all this kind of It's the same thing that's happening here in the United States. Mm-hmm. And you know, and it's funny because I posted a video a while back. Um, a, a Russian guy, a Russian KGB agent who defected to the United States, and really taught the the CIA and the American government about um, subversion, right? I mean, Yuri. I mean, right? You know, Jeff K mentioned subversion in his speech, you know, against um, the the, um, the Bay of Pigs, right? So, but the but the Russians with the Stasi, I mean, they really, really perfected the art of subversion, of destroying a country through its people by secret, underhand, underhanded, um, uh, uh, covert means, right? By by destroying the moral the the moral fa- fabric of each each individual um, in their their religions, their um, their communities, their family lives, right? By by not giving them nutritional foods to eat, so they so they, they their brains are not the kid children growing up their brains are not developed um, to where they can think critically. They just follow, right? So this guy really, um, I think he he taught at either um, uh, is it UCLA or um, or Cal, one of these universities. But um, but basically, really taught the American government about just how powerful um, subversion tactics can be in terms of undermining people and government. And I forgot the guy's name, but you can find the lectures on YouTube. His name is Yuri something. Yuri, I forgot what. Geller. No, no, no. Yuri Geller was. If you type in subversion and type in Russian defector Yuri, uh, Y-U-R-I, um, some videos should um, should pop up on YouTube um, in lectures. They're very, very informative, right? And they have, they have taught me a lot because everything that he talked about in those lectures is what we are experiencing. Yeah. All right, listen, so... Um what, let's talk about the uh, the, the Orlando shooting. Yeah, no, that, yeah, that, that, that's that's that that You want to hear I my believe, perspective of what I'm saying? I believe that shooting. Let me give you my perspective uh, perspective of that, right? So here you go. So the FBI has been investigating this guy for two years, okay? Because obviously he was a ISIS uh, sympathizer, okay? Now, you know we as targets, you know, we're not ISIS sympathizers, so we don't go onto these jihad websites. But yet they can monitor our every move, our every thought, right? They surveil us 24-7 for decades, right? For decades, okay? Yet they investigated this guy, okay? And you tell me that two weeks ago he buys an assault rifle and a handgun, all right, and they they knew nothing about that. Well, not only that, but the guy went overseas to train, right? And it was, they, so again, you know, they let this happen. 
they let this happen because, again, it is whatever agenda, they, it's part of their agenda. Nigel, it was orchestrated, okay? This this guy was basically... I believe, I, and I and I believe they radicalize him also. I don't. I, I think they use. I think they use psychological warfare to radicalize the guy. Exactly, he was radicalized because, like I said, how 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 could you let this guy, if he's on a terrorist watch list, how could you let this guy leave the country, right? Go to whatever, wherever he went to and Yemen or whatever, back, to right, and then come back, and then, and then use, come then back into the back. country, and allow him to purchase you know, weapons and all that kind of stuff. And then, you know, it's just, you know, it just, and then look, I mean, and, and how long, how long did it take for the police arrive to, to, to arrive? I mean, this guy killed 50 people, right? And they then, let that shit happen. They let and, it happen. They knew, they knew what, they knew what he was up to and they let it happen because right. they have an agenda. Okay. Of course, and the agenda, an agenda, the agenda, the agenda, and and I forgot the um the the um the 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 Nazi um um law that basically took the guns away from the German citi- the German citizens, right? That allowed the Nazis to just walk in and take over everything. And I forgot. Well, let me let me look let me look online for that um for that law. Um, uh, but anyway, um, I had posted before. Uh, but it's, it's basically it's, it's something that the right. You hear the helicopter? You hear the helicopter? <laughs> it's flying overhead. Where are they, they flying overhead? Yeah, helicopters. You know, again because. Oh, you already know, Nigel. This shit yeah. is sensitive information, bro. <laughs> you know, you don't want us talking about this stuff. You know, they don't, they don't want us to give our perspective, the CIA's perspective, the true perspective on what's going on because we know the truth. We know. Yeah, what's going we on. know that they're crooked as shit. That's why. Yep. I hate to say it, but the last IC3 I sent to the Federal Bureau of Investigation, and I finally got a response back from them after all these years of sending it. The IC3 is for cyber crimes, and yeah. this last one that I sent in, I said, "I use you motherfuckers, do your goddamn fucking job." I mean, I was that upset. I go, "What the fuck is going on with this this uh, cyber? You know, with the hacking into my computer and all this other stuff?" I got written you for years, and I gave them uh, links to my website. And my um, my YouTube channel showing all these glitches, you know, glitches, all these things that are happening electronically, but also these other things. And I said, you know what? This is what's really interesting. My website was published way before the Snowden leaks, and almost everything that I have in there came out of the Snowden leaks. And I go, the only way I could have that kind of information is not if I were on the inside, which I'm not, but I was a victim of the crimes. And that's how I know, and I was able to identify all of this stuff because I'm a victim of the crimes. Yeah, I got a I got a response back from them finally. Nigel, the um, it was called the uh the the um the Nazi Weapons Act of 1938. Let me read an article real quick. Uh, gun control dictator to Nazi Germany, first Jews, then German people, then conquered nation. Nazi Weapons Act of 1938. Gun owner list used to disarm from Berlin on January 6th, the German official radio broadcast. The German military commander for Belgium and northern France announced yesterday that the population would be given a last opportunity to surrender firearms without penalty up to January 20th, and after that date, anyone found in possession of arms would be executed. What an aid and comfort to the invaders and their fifth-column cohorts have been the convenient 
registration list of privately owned firearms listed readily available for the copying or stealing at the town hall in most European cities, American Rifleman, February 1942. The most foolish mistakes we could have possibly make would be to allow the subject races to possess arms. History shows that all conquerors who have allowed their subject races to carry arms have prepared their own downfall by doing so. Indeed, I would go so far as to say that the supply of arms to the underdog is a sin qua non for the overthrow of any sovereignty. So let's not have any native militia or native police. German troops alone will bear the sole responsibility for the maintenance of law and order throughout the occupied Russian territories, and a system of military strong points must be evolved to, the, to cover the entire occupied country. Adolf Hitler, Dinner Talk, April 11, 1942. Now, here's a list now. Nazi Weapons Act of 1938, classified guns for sporting purposes. All citizens who wish to purchase firearms had to register with the Nazi Officials and have a background check. Presumed German citizens were, were, were hostile and thereby exempt Nazi from the gun control law. Gave Nazi unrestricted power to decide what kind of firearms could or could not be owned by private persons. The types of ammunition that were legal were subject to control by bureaucrats. Juveniles under 18 could not buy firearms and ammunition. Jews were absolutely prohibited, right, from owning firearms. If they, if they were caught with a firearm, they were executed right on the spot. So yep. all of these, now, uh, Hitler had state-sanctioned terrorism, state-sanctioned bombings, state-sanctioned state mass shootings, that what we are experiencing here in the United States. So what are you saying, Neil, would it be fair to say that you're looking at this as a false flag event for gun control? It's not a, it's it's not a false flag event because false flag, flag events say that it, does, it, didn't, it didn't happen. It happened. It is something that they, that they allowed to happen. Right. They allowed to happen by allowing this individual who they know is, is, is who is being radicalized, okay, allow him to walk into and purchase an assault rifle to carry out a shooting in the United States. They allowed it to right. happen. So right. There's nothing false flag about what happened. Right. No, no, it what happened. I meant by false flag nights is that what they put out there in the cover story about them sky hating gays and stuff like that is what I call the false flag. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he, but I yeah, guess you're exactly looking at it from the gay. point of view of he what a false gay. flag thing that the government does. It's a different, you know, totally right, different right. Uh, outlook. So I see what you're right. saying. But I looked at it from the point of view of them putting the cover story out that, oh, this guy hated homosexuals so much, and he saw two men kissing, and that, you know, set him off to do this whole thing or what have you. The guy lives in Florida. There are many days he walked by anywhere in Miami and seen two guys kissing. So come on. Right. I mean, how, how, long, how long has he lived? How long has he lived in Florida? How long has he lived in the United States? Yeah, but get this. Get this. The guy was a frequent regular at the gay club. He was gay. 
Yeah, that, that's what it said in the article that that dude would frequent that club. They knew him like a regular. They see him more exactly. Time. Exactly. So think about it. This is a precursor to another Nazi Germany. Gun control. Take the guns away from the people. Exactly. Take the guns away from the people and whatever Nazi religious <laughs> uh, majority decides to do to the rest of us is what they'll do. And it's a, they'll do exactly what Hitler and his Nazi regime did in Germany. Because what? History has a funny way of what? Repeating itself. Thank you. Unfortunately, man. Right? And, and, and searching, searching people's homes, right? I mean, pretty, pretty, uh, pretty soon they'll, they'll start um, uh, enacting laws for um for for uh, searching homes of suspected TIs or, or TIs who they deem to be mentally unstable to see if we um if we're hiding guns you know because that's what they do they plant people I had a chick here one time and she was she, I, I was sleeping and she was like going through my apartment like, what the what the f are you looking for like get the hell out get your shit and get the hell out like seriously what are you looking for you looking for ass she was like looking through your shit huh. She was looking through your shit, like through your stuff. Yeah, yeah, looking through. Oh, my, I'm wow. like, what are you looking for? What are you looking for? You looking for axe? I mean, I have axe spray. I don't have an actual axe, but I have axe spray. Is that what you're looking for? You looking for a gun? I don't own a gun. I mean, you know what? I mean, obviously the police, you know, of course, because they want to know whether or not this guy's armed or if you have a they, gun they, or not. They, yeah. Yeah, they probably, yep. they probably think I'm a spy, James Bond type, you know. I'm just making fun of the situation, I'm just saying. Oh. Yeah, I'm just, yeah, yeah, I'm just saying. But, I, you know, it just, the, the, they, they exhibit more paranoia than they claim the target individual do. Yep. All right? I agree with that. Exactly. Not only that, but you know, um, you know, look, look at, look up at, at exactly how and, and you know when and how the Nazis when they took over Czechoslovakia and Poland in 1939, right? Look at the look at the annexation of um, of, uh, of 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 jeez uh, of Poland actually, right? I mean, look 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 up documentaries and read up, read up on those two. I mean, so it just it just it just goes to I mean Austria, the annexation of Austria, not Poland, Austria. So you know, read up on those two. I posted some articles and some um some uh some documentaries on my um on my Google my Google page. If anyone is looking at, looking for my Google page, is Neil Nicholson. Google up HTTP slash slash colon um uh, plus dot Google uh, dot com slash Neil Nicholson, and you know uh, you'll see a, you'll see tons of, uh, of videos and all that kind of stuff. The annexation of of, of Austria, then the the the, the 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 overtaking of Czechoslovakia and Poland, very important. Neil, you spell your name N E I or N E A? N N N E I L and last name N I C H O L S O N. Like your brother. Yeah, I mean, look up those two because this 
this is what is happening, I'm telling you, from from the subversion tactics, okay? Um, they're, they're, remember, like I said, Hitler started small. When Hitler, you know, decided to, first he started in, first they start, actually they, they started the Nazi, the Nazi party and those wealthy um, uh, eugenic, um, uh, um, what do you call those people, um, Protestant white Americans, okay, did their did their experimentation and all that stuff on Namibia, right? Namibia is an island off the coast of um, uh, of ah uh, oh, geez, what's that? What's the mainland? But anyway, it's northern Africa, right? And it's called Skull Island. They assassinated thirty thousand Africans, right, in makeshift torture camps, right. This was the precursor. This was the honing of the skills needed, right, to do what they did in Germany to the Jewish people and the other non-German people in Germany. So it was a test run on a smaller scale. What they were going to exactly, do. exactly. Remember that Hitler started small, and then yeah. before we knew it, you know, boom, and the German people were sharing as starving German, uh, starving Jewish kids were laying on the street, eat, trying to eat breadcrumbs, babies as, as as much as six months old, two years old, starving, uh, uh, you know, looking horrendous. German kids walking by without without even a wince or a sigh or you know, oh my goodness, no, sharing, stoning them, kicking them, right. You know, you know what that is, you know, because they they de-emphasize the German people, and that is what's happening in America, especially with TIs. We are the test run. Yeah, unfortunately, right? We are the test run, and we need to make sure that people are not de-emphasized. This week, because we're going to need people to stand up, you know, one, I mean, you know, we're looking at, you know, we're in a fight to the next 25 years, 25, 30 years. Because in 30 years, that's when this takes place. The same thing in, 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 in Namibia, within 30 years after, um, you know, doing and after that, um, you know, Hitler rose to power. Well, he didn't rise to power. They placed him in power. Let's not forget where he got his ideology from. Martin Luther, the, the leader of the Protestant Reformation. That his papers, his writings, um, which were were were, um, were given to him, or or uh, someone introduced him to the writings of Martin Luther, uh, made him develop that ideology. When he wrote Mein Kampf, I mean, who do you think he was thinking of? Um, you, you can you can see the similarities between him and Martin Luther in Mein Kampf. Yeah, Mein Kampf. Yeah, Mein Kampf was you know Martin Luther was very anti-Semitic, extremely anti-Semitic for people who I mean people know this, but they choose yeah, to ignore it because he, he blamed the Jews for killing Christ. The crazy yeah, thing they, about they, it was that his exactly. father was Jewish. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, and, yeah, exactly. Hitler was Jewish. Hitler wasn't even. Blind hair, blue eyed, and, and the funny thing is, I told people Hitler was an idiot. Like I said, you could, you know, Hitler was Hitler was 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 wasn't even that much educated in a sense, and he wasn't smart because, you know, 
blue the blue eye gene is not is is not a perfect gene. It's a rare, uh, you know, blue eyes is rare. Yeah, it's it's, it's the rarest color eyes in the entire world, right? It's a and it's trait. not because it's and it's not because it's something special. It's because it means that there is a defect in the gene of the person that carries that gene, and you know, in the DNA of the person that carries that gene. Blue eyes is a defect in the gene. Not saying that the person is defective, but their genes is there's is, is defective. It's, it's not it's not complete. There is a breakdown somewhere in the in in a, in the double helix, right? So blue eyes is not because you know he wanted this perfect uh, German you know blonde hair blue eyes, but blue eyes mean that if you have blue eyes, it means that your genes there's your genes is damaged. There's something defective in your genes. Every person on this planet with blue eyes can be traced back to one person who first carried that blue-eyed trait. All right, so just remember that. <laughs> so, when, you know, when people talk about, you know, perfect this and perfect that, and they think of blue eyes as being perfect, it is not. It means that the DNA is damaged. It, it, the DNA is defective. So Hitler didn't know what the hell he was talking about. He was just people were just feeding him a bunch of nonsense, and he developed this ideology of blue eyes, blonde hair being perfect, and he himself wasn't blue eyes and blonde hair. The reason why they chose him was because he was uh, very charismatic, passionate. No, they groomed, they groomed. Listen, they groomed Hitler. They groomed him. Yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> but but I'm saying the way he delivered a speech, it was intense. You know what I'm saying? If you see how he listen, was always. I, I, listen, I, I've listened to Hitler's speeches, and Hitler sounds more like Charlie Chaplin more than anybody else. No, I know what I'm saying, but the way he said, the way he put people and influenced people, because that's what people did was listen to him, man. When he got into that, and, uh, that frame of mind with the liberal speech, how you think he was able to, to Hitler, all those people and get them to do it? People, people listened to Hitler because people were afraid. Yeah. It wasn't because of the thing is that they also had people that weren't he afraid. Into, yeah, listen, he he everybody was afraid. Listen, you know, let, all right, let's let, 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 into the fear of the German people because Germany was going through an economic crisis. The same, he used that to get to, to, to that to also and he attach it to the German. I mean, to the Jewish people to say that the Jewish people is the ones that are causing this. That is how he got a lot of the right. uh, German people to participate in become complacent. Right, but when you look at history, in World War One, who was the aggressor? Germany. Germany was the aggressor. Germany brought that economic downfall on themselves. When they lost World War One, right, they lucky the Allies the Allies didn't go into Germany and took over Germany after World War One. Right, yeah. they brought that on themselves, and the German people are dumb. Right. Even, uh, even hold on, hold on, hold on. I, I want to let me just end the recording at this point. Um, all right, so let me just conclude the call tonight. Uh, tonight, I read the article for those who uh just came onto the call. Um, there were a couple articles that I read, uh, one was the uh, United States of Paranoia, which is an uh, article in the New York Times about a targeted individual named uh, uh, 
Tim, what's his name? Uh, Timothy Trespass. Here, we live here in New York, in New York. And then I read a couple of other articles from um, a Russian. I read another article from a Russian website that put a, a spin on the New York Times article to make it more relatable in terms of uh, you know trying to bring credibility to what the New York Times article uh, was trying to do. They tried to discredit uh, T.I. So this other article kind of brought some credibility back. All right? And then I also read... Um, what did I read? The oh, American uh, uh, Psychologist Association and how they were in working together with the CIA and the Department of Defense and the fact that their board members uh, one of them uh, were uh, a, a defense contractor okay, for the Department of Defense. He was a contractor for the Department of Defense. And there were many others within the American Psychological Association that were part of the, uh, the DOD and the CIA. So, you know, again, are we really going to trust these people, Right. Now, these are the same people who are trying to label targeted individuals as, as having a mental illness. And so, again, you know, I'm going to try to discredit them. If they're trying to discredit the TI community, we have, to, we have to discredit these people, okay? We have to fight fire with fire, and that's how we have to do it. So, uh, you know, that was about it. Um, you can always download the the call and uh, listen to it over again. Those who actually just came and missed the, the article that I've read and the discussion that you've had. All right. Good night. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.